Welcome to FoodTech is the Future of Food, Digital Food Labs podcast. My name is Jeremy Pruto. I am co-founder and partner at Digital Food Lab. Digital Food Lab is a food tech insight and strategy consultancy. Our mission is to look into the future of food and help our clients, brands, retailers, and B2B players stay or become leaders. With this podcast, we want to go beyond what we do with our newsletters and reports. We want to deep dive into the future of food. Together with Mathieu Vincent, the co-founder of Digital Food Lab and author of the newsletters, we will explore the themes covered in our newsletters and will wonder how the underlying trends may have an impact on the future of food. Today, we will focus on the recent huge deals in grocery delivery and consolidation in food tech. But without further ads, let's dive in. Hi, Mathieu. Hi, Jeremy. In our last newsletter, we talked about grocery delivery startups, especially the Nordics ones, which has recently raised a huge amount of money. Can you describe to us the different deals and startups models, please? Yeah. Um, so, in a few words, uh, since the start of the year, we've seen so many deals in grocery delivery startups uh, with Uh, huge deal in the US, notably GoPuff raising 1.5 billion, which is just huge. And uh, also uh, Gorillas in Germany raising uh, uh, more than 300 million in uh, two or three months. And uh, again, we've seen in the past couple of weeks deals again and again occurring all over Europe in different categories. But more recently, uh, in the past couple of weeks, what we've seen is two very interesting uh, deals in the Nordics. First one in Norway with uh, Colonial, uh, which actually in Norwegian means corner store. Uh, Colonial, which will rebrand itself uh, Oda, uh, has raised 250 million at 900 million valuation. Uh, Colonial is basically rebuilding from scratch all the infrastructure to develop an e-commerce grocery delivery uh, platform. So quite comparable to uh, Rolik in uh, Czech Republic or Picnic in Netherlands or uh, Label V in France. And we had also uh, another interesting deal in the Nordics. We had Matsmart in Sweden, which raised 35 million. Uh, Matsmart uh, is... Uh, an interesting uh, grocery delivery startup, which actually sells non-fresh products. Uh, and they sell products which would have been thrown away. So end-of-line products, uh, products with uh, issues uh, on the packaging, these kind of things. And so it's kind of a very interesting way to avoid waste. So two very different business models. And obviously, in the meantime, we had two deals in the south of Europe on uh, other uh, grocery delivery startups so on the big trend of the moment, which is uh, dark stores. So Glovo in Spain raised a new round of 450 million and Getir in Turkey raised 300 million to grow, notably in the UK, in France and in new countries. So huge amounts of money. So each week is like 1 billion euro is raised just in Europe in grocery delivery. And that's quite exciting. And it's also 
very interesting to see that Nordic startups are now again raising money and contributing to this growth. Yeah, very interesting. And these are very huge deals for the European food tech. So, what are the differences between all these startups? And these startups are quite different uh, indeed because if all have the same promise, which is to deliver food at your home, uh, they are very different business models and very different ways of doing that. Uh, we have, I think, commented a lot on dark stores, which uh, are also named quick commerce startups so with this idea to deliver food or groceries in less than 15 minutes so that's all the uh, get here global uh, gorillas scope of uh, startups of this world but you have very different business models and the two nordic startups which we are focusing this week on are very different uh, when we talk about colonial um, they are very focused on delivering food at uh, your door, but not in 15 minutes, but in two or three hours in the same way that Trollic in Czech Republic or uh, Picnic are doing. So this idea is these startups are really redeveloping what uh, supermarkets were trying to do with e-commerce. They are developing warehouses, logistics, etc. delivery capabilities. So, they are really focusing on this ability to deliver the big baskets of groceries at quite low prices. On the other hand, uh, MatSmart is really focusing on this anti-food waste uh, strategy. So you have really different business models. And what I find really interesting is this competition between first and this quick commerce, 15 minutes or less deliveries, which are very focused on convenience. And on the other hand, you have these uh, startups uh, rebuilding supermarket capabilities, which are really focused on price, quality, and then on convenience. And I'm quite keen to see which business model will win in the future. Will the consumer become very interested into 15 minutes or less deliveries, or will he prefer low prices, high quality, uh, big offering offers. So that's that's to be seen. Uh, obviously, I have my opinion, and I do think that convenience is nice, but I'm not sure it will become such a big market on the long term. Yeah, a lot of differences uh, in terms of models and strategies. So how can we analyze that? And I mean, what, what does it mean for the future of the ecosystem? All these deals uh, actually uh, mean two things, uh, I think. First one is, which is really, really the maybe most positive thing uh, for possible for the European food tech ecosystem and maybe tech ecosystem in Europe globally, is that we have leaders uh, which are emerging all over Europe with huge amounts of money, innovative leaders, uh, new business models, which may have never been experimented elsewhere in the world. So that's really, really good. And also all this money uh, enables the startups to 
just grow outside their own countries. So, for example, if we take Colonial or MatSmart, which have raised money uh, in the past couple of weeks, they will use this money to grow in new markets, in new countries. And that's maybe what was the biggest uh, challenge for European foodtech startups. They were really limited to one or two countries until now. And with all this amount of money, they will be able to grow outside the borders. So that's really, really I think, positive for the ecosystem. And second thing, on maybe a more longer term, all this money and all this competition, just mean one thing, at some point you can't have in one city, five, six, quick delivery, grocery delivery, Instacart-like business model startups. You will need to have some kind of consolidation. So, this money will also be used at some point to acquire other startups uh, and create consolidation and maybe at the end of the game uh, create uh, yeah, huge giants in Europe, which we can only hope will be big enough to grow on other continents. Yep, and talking about consolidation, um, recently the, the leading European insect startups, Insect, have just announced that they are acquiring Dutch startup Protifarm, specializing in uh, insect-based ingredients for human food. And this follows Insect's January announcement about its will to enter this market after the positive assessment from the European Food Safety Authority of mealworms for human food. So, Mathieu, how can we analyze this acquisition and the consolidation in the food tech ecosystem? Yeah, again, that's why we we choose to put uh, in regard uh, to these two, uh, uh, I would say, ecosystem. Uh, first, uh, insects, uh, and the other run one on grocery delivery. Um, we really think that uh, it's a sign, uh, which is really positive, that uh, consolidation is finally coming into uh, the European FITEC ecosystem. We had previously seen consolidation in uh, restaurant delivery with, for example, um, startups such as Takeaway in the Netherlands acquiring Just Eat, but also acquiring uh, Delivery Heroes activities. Really interesting. And we do think that seeing more consolidation in more branches of the food tech is really important because we do need to have champions at a continental level, which means at the European level, which is the only way that these startups will be able to grow, to grow outside Europe. And maybe, because that's what we are all hoping for, uh, building global leaders, which will be then able to challenge uh, incumbents, big corporations. Yeah, th thank you, Major, for your explanations. And thank you all for listening. I hope this, you like this podcast. Please give us your feedback, share this podcast, and rate it on Apple Podcasts and uh, other platforms. See you soon.